Hey guys, and welcome to episode one of season two of Taking Back Joy, a more than marketing podcast. My dad once told me that we shouldn't be so busy that it steals our joy. So in this podcast, we're covering all the tips and hacks and tricks and strategies that I can find or I've developed so we can take back a bit of that joy in our business and bring back the passion that we have for what it is we do every day. In this episode, I wanted to kick things off with an amazing strategy that I've put together that's going to set my 2022 on rails. This is the sort of combined effort of a whole bunch of things I've been doing and practicing and testing and tweaking over the last couple of years that have allowed me to enjoy a fantastic growing business, um, one that only requires me to work part-time but still kicking that six-figure mark through the goals. Um, and also allowing me the space to spend time on, like with personal projects, with my kids, with my partner. I've managed to create a system that, whilst it's not always perfect, gives me a really good sense of balance, whilst also allows me to do the work that I need to do and have the one-on-one time I need with those people that matter most. So I've pulled all these little mini strategies together into this one planning session that I kicked this year off with. And now I want to share that with you. So in this podcast, we're going to be going through how I set the intention for the next 12 months and really sort of set my non-negotiables in stone, not necessarily from a business perspective, but more of a personal perspective. Because in this episode, the one thing I want you to walk away with is this, is that our businesses are there to facilitate our lives. Our lives are not there to facilitate the business. And with this strategy, and there's a cool template bonus you can download, and I'll let you know how you can get your hands on that at the end of the episode. With this strategy, I want you to be able to dive into 2022 with this as your guiding light, that your business is there to facilitate your life. And so let's jump into this year and let's make sure we're putting the right things in that priority one box. Are you ready? Let's jump in. You're listening to Taking Back Joy, a more than marketing podcast. This is where we dive into how to market your regional and rural small business sustainably without being stuck to your screen. I'm your host, Meredith Page, and I was born and raised in a small town full of fantastic small businesses. And now I'm doing the same with my own family. I'm a marketing coach, a mum and a wife, and I want to share with you everything I've learned and am still learning about juggling a family, business growth, mental wellbeing and healthy boundaries. Here we market smarter, not harder, so we can take the busyness out of our businesses. If you're running a small business, raising small humans, and trying to make a big difference in a small town, you're in the right place. This is Taking Back Joy. Well, sweet niblets, guys. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've stumbled into 2022 and hit the ground running. Normally, for me, January is a pretty quiet month, but in this episode, in 2022, I want to welcome you to my chaos. That's kind of what it feels like. It feels like a good problem to have, but crazy nonetheless. Um, so knowing, knowing that this year was going to be another level up for me, I actually undertook a bit of an exercise this year to kind of set set the groundwork and set the intentions for this year. And man, it's already proved to be a really powerful process. So I wanted to share that with you. It's something I covered 
in the first session of my Exit Strategy Mastermind. So that's my monthly sort of accountability membership where we get together on a monthly basis and we make sure we're staying ahead of the game with our marketing planning. We're keeping ourselves and each other accountable. And we're also kind of implementing some strategies for creating content in a really smart way. The biggest element of this was actually setting the intentions um, and setting the non-negotiables around what really matters. So I'm going to cover this in another episode. But for me, I remember hearing a fantastic podcast once. Another business owner was saying that she plans her holidays for the 12 months first. because And like downtime, personal time, family time. You've got to plan all that stuff in advance. Because if you don't plan it first, it goes straight to the back of the queue. So a big part of this process was really being intentional about what are the bigger priorities here. It's not about simply making more money. It's about making sure that I've got dedicated time for myself, for my loved ones, for my kids, um, for major holidays. Uh, It's being aware of when school holidays are and knowing that I need to be kind of dialing back a bit so I can take advantage of that time to spend time with my, my kids on holidays. And it's making sure that those get set in stone first. We do, we serve those needs first because at the end of the day, our business is meant to facilitate our life. Our life isn't there to facilitate our business. You know, we all went into business because we're probably passionate about a gap we saw in the market or meeting a need for our customers. But all of us also wanted to be able to run our own show and have this greater sense of freedom and flexibility and autonomy. And you're not going to get that if you suddenly become a slave to your own business. So the first step in mapping out this 2022 sort of 12-month forecast was going through and nominating or isolating where school holidays were, birthdays were, weekends away. Um, We've got a major family holiday coming up this year. So making sure that all those were in the calendar and they were set in stone. They were the things we worked everything else around. And when I say we, I did a lot of this myself to get the ball rolling, but then also got my VA in on the tail end of the session. And having that extra set of eyes on my schedule was really good at kind of um, just tweaking and refining, pointing out things that might have been a bit slicker and quicker. So side tip, if you're going to be planning your next 12 months, having another set of eyes on the on your calendar, another voice in the room can be super, super helpful. So we set out, setting out that there's the 12 months, we sort of set out public holidays, major events, personal non-negotiables, things you cannot change. Now you might argue that you can shift around a holiday weekend here and there. The idea is that we call, we, we see it as a non-negotiable. We see it as something we cannot change. We put it on this elevated level of importance and that's where it stays because that's where it should stay. So then after that, you sort of we sort of then went into like a pause and goal set. So in the, in the sort of um, methodology that I developed, here is where we kind of set a personal goal and a business level goal for the year. And the idea is that in the template that I created, which I'll tell you how you can get your hands on at the end of this episode, in the template I created, these things appear on every single page. So every day, every time you're checking in on this calendar to see where you're up to, you're being reminded of your big picture goal. Now personal, this can be, this this needs to be something that is outside work or outside um, business development. It needs to be something that's for you, that's either fun or relaxing or exciting or it motivates you and it builds you up, something you might have always wanted to do but never could kind of justify the time for. 
this is what that personal level goal is for. For me, I want to learn how to play guitar. I've always, you know, my family have this weird kind of musical thread that seems to crop up in all of us unintentionally. Um, my, one of my sons is now learning how to play uh, an instrument. I want to learn how to play guitar. Now that might seem outrageous to you. You might be looking at that sort of notion and going, I simply do not have the time for that. Well, I feel like we will make the time for the stuff that's important. We, a mentality I adopted a long time ago was like, you're thinking about problems is not if, but how. So not thinking about something as if it's possible, but how do we make it possible? And it's a very subtle language shift you have in the conversation with yourself. But it can be, when you train yourself to think this way by default, it can be profound in the way you handle problems and make things happen. Like there is, in my mind, almost, there is almost always a way to achieve something. It's not if, it's how. So if you've if you feel like your personal time has gone by the wayside in business and you feel like, you know, you simply just, that, that seems ridiculous. You're never going to put yourself first. Well, we all know the saying, you can't pour for an empty cup. So how do you, not if, do you make time to fill your cup up? How do you make time to fill your cup up? Where can you see opportunities in your schedule to carve out a bit of time that's just for you and make that a priority and then have everything structured around that priority? Now, I've quickly come to realize that I've been very strategic in planning my, not just my business, my personal life for a very long time. Because when I kind of lift the lid on what my week to week looks like for a lot of people, it kind of throws them for six because it's very, very structured. I didn't see it that way because it's been like that for years for me because that's how I've managed to create time for myself. It's how I was able to have a six-figure year only working part-time so I could be on deck with my kids. That's another podcast I want to cover. Is I, want, I, I really want this for the small business owners that I deal with. I want this level of flexibility, this level of balance. I want people to have their priorities in order so they feel good about what they do every day. They don't feel like they've become enslaved by their own business. So my life and my week-to-week is very strategic. But in that, you, will let, you can then start to see opportunities for shuffling the routine around and creating space for you time. Now, it also helps that I have a very supportive wingman in my husband. He's a rock star. But if you have a partner who isn't necessarily a can-do kind of let's make this work mentality, if you can have a really strategic week set out and you can show them that, look, we can make this work because I'll, I'll shuffle this here, I'll put this back here, I'll move this around. If you can kind of map out your week and show not only them but yourself that it'll work, you're going to be that much closer to actually getting the ball rolling because you do need to find fulfillment outside your business. For a long time, I kind of felt like my business was my hobby and it was kind of like this thing that it started out when I was freelancing as this thing that I kind of potted away with on the weekend. It made us a bit of extra cash and I really enjoyed it. But in in the transition from going from it being a side hustle to it being a proper grown-up business and a source, a, a strong source of income for our family, I had to take it out of the hobby space and put it into the business space. Like it had to stop being a passion project that I didn't charge enough for. I had to really know my numbers and I had to get very serious about, no, this is a grown-up business. I have KPIs, I have targets, I have costs, I have margins, I have ambitions. 
and that is all about the business. But what that means is that I need to then inject a new hobby or personal development kind of structure in my life because everybody needs a hobby and you do really need to separate from yourself and your business. Your business is not you and your business is not your hobby. If it's a proper grown-up business, it's something that you should turn the key on to switch the lights off and walk away from for big, for you know, substantial patches of your day. It shouldn't be something that follows you home and follows you around the house and sits in your pocket demanding your attention. That's not healthy. So we need to not we need to almost compartmentalize it and go, yep, yeah, well, that's business. And as much as that doesn't mean you lose your passion for what it is that you do. Like it is amazing to be able to take a hobby level of passion to your business and then earn money off it. I'm so grateful that I get to get out of bed every day and do what I do. The people I deal with are amazing. I don't have one client that I kind of wince whenever I answer the phone. Like the people I deal with are fantastic. They're such a high caliber quality level of people and they're so dedicated to giving their customers support and um, and information and encouragement and then the kind of work I do is interesting and challenging and fun and rewarding but at the end of the day it's still a business and it still needs to sit to one side so I can be present with my kids or present doing whatever it is that I want to do that I enjoy and look you're not going to be able to do it for hours and hours on end every day let's be realistic especially if you're running a business and running a family but you do need to allocate that time whether it's like a couple of hours a week where it is just you not being mum not being the ceo or dad or whoever it is whatever name that your kids yell at you from the other end of the house not being that person for a couple of hours a week Hey guys, I just wanted to jump in here real quick and let you know about my brand new mastermind, The Exit Strategy. This is a marketing mastermind where we keep each other accountable, we set the plans, we set our strategies for our content, and the whole idea is about keeping ourselves accountable to the bigger picture game plan and constantly trying to stay ahead of the game when it comes to marketing and promoting our small businesses. Because when we have a bigger picture strategy like this, it allows us to keep our eyes on the big prize and not allow ourselves to get stuck in the success or failure of individual posts or emails or things like that. And in doing so, we'll put faith and the right energy into the daily and weekly actions we're taking now, knowing that it's not about what we're just doing today. It's about what we're doing for the long term that's really going to make it count. If you'd like to jump in and join me in this monthly marketing mastermind where we get together once a month via Zoom, we set our intentions, we check in with these big picture plans, and then we make sure that we're staying on top of our monthly to-do list in terms of our marketing, head over to my website and sign up today. The founding member pricing of just $35 a month is only going to be available to the end of January 2022. So if you want to secure your place in my monthly marketing mastermind for this low rate, because it won't be this low again, uh, make sure you head over to my website now and sign up. All right, let's jump back into the podcast. So really, really long story short, I have decided to pursue learning a guitar. And so I'm in the process of trying to sign up to a, uh, to a um the studio see this is how in this is how out of my depth I am with this like it's exciting but like I have no idea how any of this works so it's going to be fun to learn um and so that's the personal level goal and then what you do with this planner that I've got is that each month you set uh you set a step towards making that goal achievable now like for me it's January contact a music studio get pricing and sign up and then for maybe February March it's go through the first term 
So that's what they do. Go through the first term of music lessons and at the end assess whether I feel like it's going the right way, whether it's right for me, whether I want to sign up for another term. Now that seems fairly benign and straightforward, but if you can break it down to one action step each month that's going to take you closer to doing it, like you might want to do yoga. Yoga is something else I've always really wanted to do because I love how it's like a marriage of physical and mental health. So that might be the, the tail end of the year's sort of goal. Um, so your first action step might be to find a yoga studio, get pricing, find out how much memberships cost. Um, and so you're going to gradually move the needle closer and closer to you carving out this time for yourself. Um, and you might get to the end of the year and you might find guitar is not for you, yoga is not for you, that watercolour art class didn't light you up. What you've done is it's everything for me is not so much about the end game as it's more about establishing the habit that's going to move you to a healthier headspace and a healthier place. So even if you get to the year and go, well, I tried guitar and yoga and painting. None of those really worked for me. What you did successfully do is you established the habit of dedicating time to yourself. That's huge. And once you've established that habit, all you're going to keep doing is trying new stuff. You might try horse riding. You might try, you know, shooting. I don't know. You might try whatever it is that you've always wanted to try and you can carve out a little bit of time to try it out. Do it. Because at the end of the day, like, aside from being the CEO and the parent and the chief bottle washer at your house, you know, you're also a human being that deserves to try stuff, you know. We've got 80 years on this planet. Make the most of it. Um, and you really do need that space for yourself in your head where you're not anybody else's person. You're your own person. So setting that personal goal and establishing the habit of dedicating time to yourself is huge. The other one is the business goal. Now, this might be a certain level of growth or it might be a financial goal. It might be reaching, it might be building a team. It might be whatever it is. Set the business level goal and then reverse engineer it over the 12 months. So think about, okay, well, to get there, what do I need to do? Well, if it's building a team, I need to start maybe putting feelers out there. I need to identify the roles that I need. So maybe I need to analyze my workflow and go, okay, what parts of this am I not so in love with that I could quite happily hand them off, give someone like an SOP or a checklist or a walkthrough video so they can handle it. I know what they're doing but I'm not going to miss this job. I'm not going to miss this particular task because you can go on like Fiverr. You can go on, um, you can go on like a lot of, I found my fantastic VA um, through some business pages, a business groups I'm at, um, in on Facebook. So you can put feelers out there and go, hey, I need someone who's really good at this. Any suggestions, throw them at me. And people love to refer on subcontractors that they enjoy working with. You know, they want to see those people do well. So you're, if you're growing a team, it might be, all right, identify the roles that I would like fulfilled, start putting feelers out there, um, maybe internally start creating some procedures so it's going to be easier for me to hand this task over. And there's some fantastic resources you can use from something as simple as a Google Doc with like a checklist to something more advanced where I use an app called Screencastify. It's a, um, it's a Google Chrome extension. I'll add a link to it in the show notes, but it allows me to screen record what I'm doing on screen so then I can provide training videos to my clients to my VA if I want her to teach her something new that she doesn't know how to do but it's a fairly like it's a fairly like process driven task um, so you could do that with anything like if you've got an in-house software that you would like to upskill one of your key staff members on 
it's it's something ridiculously cheap like 30 bucks a year to get this chrome extension and you can just record what you're doing on screen if you've got a mic enabled in your laptop it'll also detect your voice so you can be talking them through the process in the video and it's a great way to package up information and processes and hand it on to a staff member you trust it's this it's this gradual again teaching yourself to step back and have a more ceo level position in your business even if you're just a sole trader so that might be your business level goal um, or what I did was a financial goal so I sort of off the back of the 2020 2021 financial year where I hit a really exciting financial goal um, this year I've kind of wanted to level that up a notch I'm also sort of building a team so I've kind of cheated and I've got two sort of business level goals um, so what I did with the financial one and again I'm not a business development manager I'm not a financial planner so you really need to do what's best for you here all I can do is share with you my approach and if that works for you cool um, so what I did is I looked at the last two years of my financials and I calculated what each month represented um, in terms of a percentage of my overall revenue like for example January over the last two years has only really made up about three or four percent of my annual revenue um, whereas through my, I think March, April and May, it's sitting at about 10% in each of those months. So those months are quite substantial. Um, so then what I did is like once I got like an average percentage, so on average over the last two years, my January accounts for about three or 4% of my annual revenue. So then what I did is I took my annual goal and I calculated what 3% of that was. And then that became my, my target for January. So if March, April, May comprise each of about 10% of my annual turnover based on what the last two years have looked like. So then I calculated what 10% of my new financial goal was and they're my targets for January, February, or well, what did I say, March, April, May. So that's how I set the financial goal. So I'm, I'm, kind of, um, I'm kind of responding to the natural trends within my business and then I'm just kicking it up a notch. So then what I can do is then when I've identified, okay, I've already got my big months kind of identified. I know where these are gonna go. What then can I kind of weave into these quieter months to maybe boost them and bring them up so it becomes more of a more continual? Um, so that's about identifying like maybe there's public holidays or times in the year that I could be promoting around. Um, maybe I could be launching products or sort of drawing more attention to particular services at certain times of the year to boost sales in that regard. And then once you set all those targets and ideas and dates, you know when you need to sort of take your foot off the accelerator because it might be school holidays, it might be a birthday, then you can start developing content. And this is where all this planning then comes back to your marketing. Because when you know you're building up to say, doing a really big promo around a product or a service or a sale in a month's time, you then can start using your content, whether it's your emails, your podcast, blogs, social media posts. You can then start using these to educate, inspire, entertain your audience around what it is they need to know in order to be ready to buy that product. So like for me, I might be launching, I'm going to be launching a plan at the moment is to launch my one of my website products in the middle of the year it's the, my weekly website workshop it's where I teach people how to build their own websites through like an eight-week uh, guided kind of course um, so what I can then do is in the, in the couple of months leading up to that I can start using my content to educate people around websites what why you need to be in charge of them how doable it is what you can do with a website so that's going to then inform the content which informs the daily weekly posting that I'm doing 
So this all ties them back into my philosophy that when you have a bigger picture game plan for your marketing, you don't feel like your business is living and dying in single Facebook posts or single Instagram reels. Like you won't freak out because a reel bombs out and only gets a few plays. Um, You won't freak out because no one showed up to your Facebook live or they only really watch the replay. That's okay because you know it's all tying into this bigger picture strategy. And and then down the track, you can look back and measure the success of these retrospectively against how you feel they contributed to this big picture strategy. Not going, oh, the next day, oh, no one one liked and commented, oh, this is crap, I'm going to take it down. No, no, we don't live in day-to-day marketing. It's the cumulative effort. It's like more like farming. So marketing really is less like direct sales and more like farming. It's the cumulative effort of what we're doing on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis that we can then look back at and analyze the success of over the course of a year. So this was a really, really powerful process for me. And again, it's like the it's the accumulation, culmination. I never get those two words right. It was like the total sum. There we go of a whole bunch of other like philosophies and tricks that I've been trying along the way to success and now I wanted to bring it all together into like an annual planning strategy. Now you can get your hands on this from one of two ways. You can buy it as a standalone um, like mini masterclass from my website um, where you'll get the, the, tr- the video that walks you through the process and you'll also get the template you can set up and make your own. Um, or you can join my Exit Strategy Mastermind. Um, I'm extending out my founding member pricing till the end of January 2022. Um, so it's going to be the cheapest you're going to get it. It's got the price is going to go up at the end by um, February 1st. So if you want to get your hands on it, that recording is sitting there inside that monthly uh, mastermind. You can get your hands on the training and you can get the hands on your template as well. So if you'd like to know more, head over to my website, meredithpage.me. And like I said, you can either buy it as a standalone masterclass or you can sign up for my monthly mastermind, The Exit Strategy, um, which is all about teaching you how you can sort of be more top level strategic so you don't kind of get lost in the weeds. And you can start putting systems in place to create more time and space for you, for your family for your personal life for you know personal projects like learning guitar all these things that are going to give us greater balance and a greater sort of mental and physical health as we build and grow these businesses well thank you so much for joining me for first episode of 2022 first episode of season two and i can't wait to see you next thank you for joining me for another episode of taking back joy Did this episode happen to spark an idea in your business brain? I'd love to hear how this topic helped you. So take a screenshot of you listening right now, post it to Instagram and tag me at meredithpage.me and tell me in the caption what your big takeaway was from this episode. Thanks guys. See you next time.